What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's episode, I would like to continue sharing some of my favorite moments. And again, there were many. These are from episodes 11 through 18. These past 18 episodes have been nothing but awesome. And I'd like to thank each person that I've interviewed thus far. So, without further ado, Worldly Church Girl presents favorite moments from episodes 11 through 18. Episode 11, Jayla Powell. And like, I pay attention to like worldly news and things like that. Even now, like just a couple of days ago, I was trying to have like a conversation um, with somebody. I think I, I think we were standing in line at Walmart and they were talking about like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And I was like, yeah, I was like, that's a lot of money that they're getting. And I said, and they don't even have to promote it themselves. I said, we're promoting No, it. they don't. No. And I was like, you know, that's mm-hmm. good for them. I was like, but y'all promote everything but black businesses. Y'all say you want, you know, black people to feel empowered. You want black people to, you know, have this uh, economic uh, value and this growth within us that we can't have because we don't have the support from even just our own people. Episode 12, Courtney Owens. As I got older and began to do other people's hair, I noticed that women would come in and, you know, they'd walk in a certain way and their energy would be a certain way and they would talk to you. And by the end of every client, they walk different. They talk different. They just had a confidence. The energy in the room was different. I started attributing that to just whatever was in my hands because I remember I always prayed before I did their hair my clients didn't know this because I wasn't a prayer so I had to say this real quick I'm behind them they Mm. never faced the mirror so you know they wouldn't see me say this prayer but I'd always you know just ask God to make them happy with whatever I do to them once I started seeing that I loved the way a woman's self-esteem and energy was once I was done with her hair. And that was ultimately drew my love and passion for the industry. And over the years, it wasn't until probably a couple of years ago when a lady asked me to write a short bio about myself is when I really started thinking about it. And it hit me that I admire people that are able to impact other people's lives in a positive way. And I had been doing that all my life with this gift I had, but I didn't realize it. I'm admiring all these other people the whole time I have that gift. And it was just, I remember writing the bio, I'm crying the whole time because that was the first time I realized that I was able to give myself something by giving it away to other people. Episode 13, Alayla and Tashara Gushabi. I'm happy that I can teach my children uh, something that I wasn't taught. So it's a learning process for all of us. Mm -hmm. And to have the mindset that you do not have to work for anybody. You mm-hmm. have gifts. God has given all of us gifts that we can work for ourselves, but not only uh, for monetary, but for our service and to be of a service. So we have just, I've uh, just signed both of my children up 
at a senior living facility and she's going to run her own program with the seniors uh, mm-hmm. doing arts and crafts. And then my younger oh, wow. daughter, she's going to be helping out as well. But <clears throat> I just want to teach my children things that, I, like I said, I wasn't taught to give back, to be of service. When you are blessed, you want to bless other people. Episode 14, Donald Fischel Martin. Any word on your people in Flint? Still water is bad, so I'll be delivering water. And maybe I can come back home next year. I do. Mm-hmm. I deliver water every other year. Uh, so right mm-hmm. now, the Flint water uh, is still bad. Still got a lot of family there. The water is just going to be a connection to other things I want to do in that city as well. That's so messed up that they still got jacked up water and nobody, they just pushed it under the rug. Like it doesn't even exist anymore. Like it didn't happen. And it's yeah, like, it's like a, it's our, like the problem is fixed. Yeah, it's not fixed. It's a, it's a political thing. It, it's all about, it's all about pol- politics on both sides of the fence on, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever party you with, it's on both sides. Cause I've seen mm-hmm. it firsthand. I haven't, I'm not telling what people, what I've seen CNN or Fox or whatever told me. I actually have, people there. I'd be able to do more next year that I got the wedding and all that out the way. Mm-hmm. 2020 is more of a year where I plan to, we plan to do more. Episode 15, Lethia Owens. When you found out that you were the A branding guru among 30 in this whole world, what was your reaction when you found that out? I said, who is punking me? My husband is a jokester. And I'm like, he has written somebody, told them to send me a fake email. Like, I am going to kill him was my first reaction. <laughs> because I just knew I was I was being punked, right? And as I did, I dug a little deeper. I found out that 22,500 people voted. And they had this list of maybe like 50 or 100 people, but I was among the top 30 and I was ranked number eight. And I was like, wow, how did I do that? So I began to reverse engineer and try to really figure out how did I do that? Because I'm up at the top of the list with like Peter Montoya and uh, Tom Peters and some of the world's greatest branding experts, right? Personal branding at this time had only, the, the phrase had only been around for maybe five years. Then I realized that it was my market domination blueprint that I followed to help me be seen everywhere. At the time, my social media strategy followed my my blueprint and everywhere you look, there you saw Lethia Owens, Lethia Owens. So here's the thing that you need to understand and your audience needs to understand. I'm ranked number eight and I'm really good at what I do, mm-hmm. but people voted for me not because I'm the best because they'd worked with me. They voted for me because I was everywhere. So they assumed that I must be really good at what I do. So when you are visible and you are really good at promoting yourself and positioning yourself, people will associate that with credibility. That brings me to a blog that you wrote about daring to be irresistible. Mm -hmm. So here's the deal, you know, when you walk in your, in, in what makes you irresistible, your irresistible factor, what you're really doing is sharing your most authentic self with the world. And um, I use the term magnetic as well. So I believe that each of us, especially business owners, I believe that each of us 
were created with a specific solution that we are to provide in the world. And there is someone mm -hmm. somewhere in the world waiting on us to figure that out and to show up powerfully with that solution. So if we have a solution that we've been gifted with, I believe that it would be crazy for God not to create people who need the solution. So there are people with a particular problem that we are the perfect solution for. And so I, what I, the way I like to say this to my clients is, that your customers have been predestined to work with you before the foundation of the world was ever created. Like they're already there waiting on you. What's important for you to do is to show up and be visible. That's why the market domination blueprint is so important. So when they see you, when your paths cross, they'll know that's who I've been waiting on. Episode 16, Dana Nelson. So I've always wanted to empower women. So for me, it's more, um, you know, I want women to feel beautiful inside and out. You know, I've had an abusive relationship. So it, it, for me, it's kind of, um, I just want to empower women. And I went through a very, very abusive relationship for some years and years. And I'm telling you, I hated who I was. It took me some years to start doing the work and looking to God and, and getting alone and getting by myself and you had to learn how to be by yourself and love yourself and that took that took a lot of work you know and i got so used to it then i got so angry Went well i'm gonna put my hands on you just because you've made me so mad and i'm just gonna take that lick if it happens but that's that's awful like you just get you to be yeah i hated who i was is that part of the reason why you got into skincare and health and beauty it's a big reason it's it's um i think for me it's it's ministry I think it's deliverance. I think there's ministry in my hands. So I think when you have somebody laying in my bed or in my chair for 45 minutes, I'm, I'm, I'm really asking God to bring me the right clients. You know what I mean? Not everybody is going to be ministry, but I think it's, it's, it's ministry for me more so than just making somebody, you know, pretty. Episode 17, Latoya K. Okay, I do have a question for you. When you reached out to me, what made you want to get on my show? Because I know that my the name of my show is controversial by itself. Uh -huh. So what made you want to get on my show? First of all, I love the name of your show. Completely identify with that. I, I get it. I feel like a worldly church girl in a lot of ways. I, I know what that feels like to... to um, to love God and to, to be um, deeply spiritual, but not fit in. So when I saw the name, actually, my mother introduced me to it first. She was like, she's going to be on this podcast. I'm like, oh, that's a super cool name. I loved it. And then I listened to her interviews and other interviews. And I just like that you're offering people a different perspective because they need it. Because I think that that lack of fluidity and religion is what is making so many people just just deviate so far away from it. And you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You can still be religious, you know, or um, be a spiritual person, but you don't have to do it in a traditional way. So I right. feel like your platform is a, was a good place for me to kind of discuss that. And it is. And thank you. <laughs> Super cool name. I love it. I've I actually had somebody send me a negative comment on Instagram about my name. Mm, yeah. I was like, well, I might as well get ready for it. Cause I know it's come. I mean, I know there's more to come, but I just wasn't ready for it at the time I saw it. I was like, well, dang. Absolutely. 
But within that same week, though, somebody asked me, but they asked me in a different way. So I explained to that person what it meant, and she got it. So I'm glad you. I didn't have to explain anything to you. No, about you it. don't. And guess yeah. what? Sometimes you'll explain it to people, and they won't get it. And then that's not your problem. That's not your audience. Because there's people who look at what I do, and and mm-hmm. they don't like it, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just kind of had to get some tough skin about. It. I was like, well. It is what it is. But it is kind of hard, especially when you put yourself out there. It takes a lot of courage and being mm-hmm. vulnerable to, to step up on platforms like we're doing mm-hmm. and, and let the world know how we really think. You know, right. so it's hard when people are critical. But I just always bring myself back to the center, you know, by just reminding myself, like, you know, there are people that God has for you that need to hear right. your message and they will follow you and they will understand it. And the people who don't need it or aren't supposed to be a part of it won't. They, they won't follow you. They're not your audience. Episode 18, Reverend Lakita Jones. What is your main goal? What is your purpose you feel in life? Um, my purpose is just to help other people, you know, and while I help other people by being transparent and um, my own choices, my own mistakes, my own experiences, and helping people to just know that, you know, um, life ain't going to be perfect, you know, and it's okay to be who you are. I spent a lot of time, which is kind of goes back to the authentic self too. I spent a lot of time being what and who I thought I was supposed, people expected me to be, you know, I didn't want people to see that things weren't always happy in my home. I didn't want people to see that, you know, um, my children might've misbehaved or my daughter might've had an attitude problem, you know, or that I had anger issues. I didn't want people to see that. So I learned how to put a mask on in public, but I have since taken that mask off and I've shattered it and I'm okay with people seeing the authentic me. You know, um, and I understand that everybody ain't going to like it, but I don't care. And I want other people to get to that point. I just want to help people to be able to be themselves authentically and stop trying to be who they think everybody wants them to be. I would like to thank all of my guests. You guys are the bomb.com. I couldn't have done these shows without you. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below, shoot me an email, and let's see what we could do with that thing. And oh yeah, while you're listening, why don't you subscribe? It's simple, it's free, and you know you love it. So as always, thanks for listening to your girl, your one and only Worldly Church Girl. Thank you.